Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And we got a good schedule today, don't we? Yeah. But uh, first of that, how was your weekend, Manny? I know we're recording this a little bit late, but... Uh, it's been very chill. I mean, just mainly, mainly, just mainly relaxing, honestly. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Didn't really do much. Um, stayed home alone for the most of the weekend. Just took the time just to relax. Okay, cool. Didn't get anything done around? Mm, not really. I mean, just work and that's about it. All right. Cool, cool. I got my garage cleaned up. Finally. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been setting up the house for a while now, so it's kind of the garage's turn. Yeah. Kind of getting it prepped so I can start figuring out what, how big of a toolbox I want to get. Probably a good workbench going for it. Yeah. Kind of get that all organized finally. Mm-hmm. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, I also got the lights wired in the carport. Did you really? Yes. Okay. So, you know, it's been getting dark earlier. When I was back there work or on the side of the house working, it just gets dark on me now, you know? Yeah. So it was about time I finally wired up the lights. So the shop should be up and running now. Okay. Nice. So that was that was huge for me. That was huge for me. I'm ready ready to go now. Yeah, it definitely illuminated so much when I saw it. I was excited. Yeah. Super excited. <laughs> Only thing left is, like I said, just get um, get my new toolbox and workbench for the garage. Something small enough I can roll in and out of the garage to the side mm-hmm. where the carport is. And, uh, I don't know, maybe later on I'll put a lift. <laughs> can you fit a lift? Uh, probably a small one. They have, like, lifts specifically designed for for garages. So I'd probably just put one of those over there. Okay. Obviously, it's not going to be a full giant one to lift it up really high, but a lot better than Jack's, you know, a Jack and Jack stands all the time. Yeah. And, you know, they're actually not as expensive as you might think. I do remember you showed me prices. I would have expected them to be a little bit more pricier. Yeah. No, I mean, they're not, these aren't full commercial grade stuff, but I mean, there's something that at least it'll be more convenient for wrenching on at the house, you know? Yeah. So I've always wanted one. I still want to do one in the future, but... I think for right now, once the once the garage is set up, I'll be good to go. Yeah. But uh, with that, let's uh let's roll through some headlines, Manny. What do we got? All righty. So it's the end of the Calimeros. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so I pulled this article off of uh, so I pulled it off of Motor One, mm-hmm. and apparently Camaro SS ZL One and One LE. But, so, so what's the issue going on with the Camaros? So the issue is that they're using these variant forms of copper in their brakes. Okay. And apparently that stuff is outlawed in Washington and in California. How so? It, more than likely, it's going to be something to do with um, the environment. It didn't uh, really specify what, like what is actually the ban on there, but it is banned in California and Washington. So because of the... You said the brakes, correct? Yes. So because of the brakes... Now, we're talking about brake pads or rotors? Brakes. These are the components themselves. Okay. So, with these components, that these cars will be illegal in Washington and California. I don't think they can outright ban them, but they can't sell them here anymore. Mm-hmm. Chevy, instead of, like, issuing a recall or anything like that, yeah, they just said that they hope that people return to buy them in 2022. So, they've already stopped it, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right? They've already stopped it, and they've pretty much abandoned them. Okay. Which I 
don't think is a very good idea. I don't know if you remember about a year ago, there were the rumors going around that Camaro was going to stop production again. Because they went into a partnership with Honda, no? Or is it because No, that's electric vehicle. Oh, okay. That's the electric vehicle stuff. This was just a rumor that they were going to stop production because they weren't meeting sale quotas again. Mm. Which is the same thing that happened back in 2002. Yeah. And uh, this year, their sales are down 43%. Oh, shit. Yes. Given not everybody is doing great in sales right now, even the Mustang, which is like their direct head-to-head competitor, yeah, they're down in sales, but they're only down 19%. The, yeah, honestly, I've been seeing so many Mustangs lately. Well, it's, it's always kind of been like that. Yeah. It, it's always been like that. So the fact that they're ready to cut off California just completely for the next two years kind of says a lot. You know what I mean? I mean, California, we're a big market. We're, we're a significant percentage of the sales in the U.S., period. I'm still confused. Like, if this is just mainly like the brakes. Why wouldn't they just recall it? Or... Okay, so this is not the brake pads. No, it's not the brake pads. Okay. I'd imagine if it was just brake pads, that'd be something cheap enough to just swap them out before they go to California. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is not the brake pads. Hmm. So rather than change the components, issue a recall or anything like that, they just decided not to sell here. That is a very risky move. Very. Unless they've already had plans to kind of cut the model off. Which I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of companies do have these like well thought out plans, especially for like forecasting situations like this. Well, yeah, everything's uh, you got to be ahead of the game. You got to be looking into the future already. So the fact that they're kind of looking at it and say, yeah, we don't mind losing two years of sales, two years of reputation, two years of you know what I mean, mm-hmm. everything in these states that, or at least as far as California, I don't know how Washington goes, but California being such a huge market. Being willing to just say, yeah, we're just not going to make sales for the Camaro there. Might be telling that maybe there's already plans to, you know, put its head on the chopping block. Yeah. So it might be going away again. <laughs> I mean, they've already chopped the viewing points, honestly. The viewing points? I mean, you got like horrible blind spots in that car. True, true, true. But, I mean, it would just suck to see suck to see it go away because competition breeds performance. You yes. know what I mean? It breeds competition. So if there's nothing to really compete with, I know the Challenger's out, but I mean like an actual competitor. (laughs) (laughs) Stay triggered, everybody. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because the Challenger's there for horsepower and quarter mile, but as far as an actual sport car, it leaves a lot to be desired. (laughs) It it really is. Versus the Camaro. The Camaro is actually head-to-head competitor and actually beat the Mustang in a lot of areas. Mm Mm-hmm. If there's no competition, there's no reason to improve, right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of sucks. Given, I think, nowadays, it's kind of like that bridge of American and German and Japanese is kind of starting to mesh, you know what I mean? Just like uh, the new Mustangs are pretty much specking out close to the M4s, you know? Yeah. So they're almost like a full comparable at this point. So I guess there would still be some kind of competition so long as those categories clash, but... It would just really suck to see it go. Yeah, it would, honestly. But this is telling, so we're going to have to follow up on this for sure. Unless they have big plans, especially like a new platform for the Camaro. Yeah, it would be about time. And they just want to stop it right there so they can prepare for the new coming. Maybe. Still a risky ploy. It really is. Because it's kind of like 
a lot of people who buy, like let's say it's their first time buying into the platform, a lot of times if they create an enthusiast from that platform, it's going to sell the next one. And that's yeah. what's going to influence to sell the next one. You know what I mean? You kind of need that trait to trend keep to keep going, you know? Yeah. Even though Camaro's kind of a big name, if it doesn't have that big trend, you could lose it. You know what I mean? You can easily, easily lose it. I mean, one of the main reasons for the Camaro to come back, too, was just because of the Transformer movies. In uh, honestly, I've never been a big fan of the new Camaros ever since the, they first came out in the movies. But it's Bumblebee. And to this day, I'm still not a fan. Design, it just doesn't intrigue me or anything. It looks cool and everything, but it just doesn't catch my attention. And, I mean, I've already heard all the reviews from everybody else, too, that it just has horrible, horrible blind spots everywhere. It does. I drove one. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you can't see anything out of that thing. Yeah. My, I mean, my sister even test drove one before she got her Challenger, and she said that she just couldn't see anywhere out of the car. And it was just that bad, honestly. Well, it still sucked to see it go. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably follow up on this and see if... Well, obviously, it'll be a huge story if it disappears. So <laughs> yeah. We don't need to look... We don't. This isn't one that we need to hunt down to follow up on. <laughs> hunt it down like the Decepticons. Well, speaking of hunting down, there was one that we kind of said we would follow up on, and we are going to, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, GM, same... Same family. Same family, yes. Yeah. GM finally has a running. Same family, but this is like more of like the adopted brother. I guess. But uh, GM finally has a running Hummer EV. They've always had a running Hummer. No, they had a running video. <laughs> CGI. <laughs> yeah. So for the listeners that maybe don't remember, I believe this was what, four or five episodes ago? Somewhere around that range. Yeah, and... Uh, I can't remember because almost every episode we talked about something about EV. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we talked about GM releasing the Hummer EV promo video. Mm-hmm. Touting out that the car was going to make a thousand horsepower. X amount of torque. Yeah, just these insane crazy numbers and actually really great range at the same time. But very unrealistic because there was nothing... To showcase physically. Well, it's not so much that it's unrealistic. I think it's more that it's skeptical because it's GM. (laughs) But they had a full category of photos, a category of like different videos and everything. But they weren't real. It was all CG. This was all computer generated theory. (laughs) Yes, that's what CGI is. So this was all just theory. It wasn't so much that they actually had the car. And they didn't really make that clear. And when you know people started to point it out, GM quickly said, no, 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 we have one. And then they said, no, 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 we'll have one soon. <laughs> and they had this hilarious article where they were kind of backpedaling their comments. Yeah. But now they have one. Mm-hmm. It's actually fully capable and running. Um, it's going to have three EV motors on it. Okay. So that's definitely capable of making those numbers if it's done right, right? But they didn't really give any other details. They just wanted to make sure everybody knows they have one. (laughs) We just got to make sure it's out there. That's all they need to know. It's made. They weren't lying. (laughs) So they do have a pretty lofty goal. I believe a production they want to do for late 2021. Okay. So they want to have it full in production. 
and that's going to be the three motor one and they're going to have a ton of cool like four-wheel drive options for it they're going to have a two motor one um that i think they said the ev the two ev x which i'm assuming is for the off-road stuff and then they're going to have a regular two ev Mm-hmm. So they're going to have some different trim models to this. So I'm okay. assuming, you know, horsepower is going to kind of come down as it goes. And finally, this summer is going to be fuel efficient. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but since it was CGI earlier, what if like this one is actually just 3D, 3D printed? Could be. <laughs> I didn't see the ridges, but... <laughs> uh, also, GMC is uh, noted to have a variant of it, too. Really? Yes. There's again, there's no other information other than that GMC is planning to do their own variant on the same platform, obviously. You know, yeah. it's all the same company, but they don't have a release date yet. So, more than likely, it's going to get probably, I'm assuming, a lower trim variant. Mm, I wouldn't, knowing GMC, I mean, GMC is more in like the luxury side for me. Yeah, for GM, but I don't know so. if they would do the full 3 EV on it. Well, in terms of power, but I would still say that they would have like a higher trim level in terms of luxury because that's yeah. what GMC oh, is yeah. usually yeah. about, luxury. They're going to have the Denali EV. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I can definitely see that for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, so GM finally has a running EV Hummer. Uh, let's just hope this isn't just like some past EV where they just throw some body parts to make it look like it's brand new. No, no, no. I'm sure they got it. I mean... They've been actually, you know, touting it a bit in the the Bolt, the Volt, right? No, they've been touting it on CGI. Yes, that too. <laughs> but they have their battery technology ahead of some other automakers, to be honest. True. So it was definitely possible. One of the, reasons, one for of the them. reasons why we see that they're partnering up with Honda, or Honda's actually partnering up with them. Yes, yes, they're taking Honda's taking advantage of some of the advancements they already have, mm-hmm. and hopefully make it better. We'll see. Definitely. But uh, with that, Manny, why don't you uh, roll us into the next one? Yeah, so the return of Attack on Titan has finally come upon us. And boy, when that first episode dropped, it was hell. Everybody was experiencing shortages and outages on Crunchyroll's website and streaming service. So they crashed. Literally, everybody was on Crunchyroll the day it debuted, which is like a couple days ago. And because of the amount of surges of people trying to get onto the onto the streaming service to watch the episode, they couldn't. Like, legit, their servers couldn't handle that many people just trying to watch that one episode. It was very surprising, honestly. Yeah. And very... And after watching the very first episode for this final season, which is literally, that's what it's called now, Attack on Titan final season. It's in the, the title and everything. Um... It definitely opened up, and it opened up very well done. Nice. It just, again, like in the regular Attack on Titan, we see them on horsebacks and everything. They don't have too much technological advancements. Mm -hmm. But the outside world is already advanced technologically, as we've seen in the previous seasons, especially in season three, when they they finally find out where their origins actually came from and how far uh, technologically advanced... The other civilizations around them, besides the the island where they live in, um, how far advanced they are. And it just opens up in just total war and chaos in the very first episode. It definitely gave off like World War One, World War Two vibes with like trench warfare in the opening video. 
not gonna say too much but the, because it's a very fairly brand new episode especially for this brand new season so a lot of people are still probably gonna try to watch it yep and it uh it did not disappoint honestly great it's opening season i mean the opening song was a very different take from the previous seasons like all the others are like all hype and everything they want you like sing along with the chorus like if you're in a marching band or like in a marching chorus with the military and stuff as you remember i mean i don't know about singing along but I all know, right I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no yeah sing along yes all right and then like this one's just like more of like a dark depressing like like battle music and stuff so it's it's very weird take on the piano play especially when i heard the first first opening and on it, but the opening video was just too colorful Hmm. And by colorful, I mean, like, they just had clouds and raindrops, like, hitting water and stuff and just, like, explosions of colors. But that was the majority of the opening video, actually. So they didn't really give too much to ex- what to expect. Yeah, they didn't do small video clips of what's to come, basically. And, like, actual animation. And yeah, yeah. In the video and stuff. So it was just, like, a cloud. Maybe cloud. they're just trying to keep that as low-key as possible at Possibly this point. Possibly and everything, but who knows? Um but there's been some backlash with this anime now. Uh, the, it's been rumored we're going to be only having 16 episodes for this final season. That's it? That's it. Huh. That's the rumor. and it's So there's speculation that it just might be fast-moving and jam-packed. Very much. The speculation and is that that's going to be very fast-paced. And with that, it actually got some backlash. One of the main reasons why I got backlash is because the whole community is saying that with the amount of chapters and volumes in the manga that with it just it's going to be very too fast paced and there's no way they can fully put everything in the manga into these 16 episodes if it was like the full 24 episodes that we've been seeing every season so far yes and it would be very very played out but now that it's 16 episodes it's going to be very fast paced and they could lose a bunch of key points that are important to the series especially yeah the manga. they either rush through it mashed together mm-hmm. or they cut off a bunch of stuff yes and so that's the rumor i mean i haven't seen anything confirmed if it's really gonna be 16 episodes but that's the speculation um another interesting take about this uh, i forgot his name but his he's the creator for the original creator for attack on Titan. i'm looking up his name Isayama Hajime. That's the original creator for Attack on Titan. And that's the writer of the manga. Yeah. So they asked him what his inspiration was for drawing the Titans and their behavior in their roles. And it's very surprising, but also very true in a sense. But his inspiration was an encounter. I think it was at a restaurant or a convenience store of very, very intoxicated and drunk people. That's his, that was his actual inspiration for how he wanted them, the Titans to look and behave, especially when going on a rampage. I can see that. I can definitely see it. I was that or a Walmart sale <laughs> <laughs> at Black Friday. Yep. Oh my god! And I was very surprised, but I can actually very picture it and very agree on it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And. It's just so weird that I never would have never would have thought like his inspiration would just be on like the behavior of drunk people. I mean, what do you think? 
I mean, I can definitely see it now that you kind of say it. Yeah. But, you know, have a bad night and who knows, it might expire you to do some shit. <laughs> but, yeah. So, with this very first episode and just showing some of the founding Titans uh, or the original nine Titans, um, I think we've only saw one brand new one. They didn't give too much uh, info about it. Because the very first episode, it was just showing them going full out war, trying to take over Fort and everything. We saw the Beast Titan again. We saw the Armored Titan again. This is all the side towards Reiner and the Armored Titan and the whole, uh, I think was the Maryland. Uh, I'm having a hard time trying to remember what the name was. Malarian or something like that. Uh, but the whole country that it, it has like a Holocaust vibe. Where they hold the Eldians. The Eldians are what the people are that we see in the walls for Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. Aaron and all of them, they're all part of the uh, Eldian race, which is a special race of people that actually have Titan traces in their blood, in their genes. Whereas if if they were given a certain type of serum, they would actually transform into Titans. If If they were to give that serum to normal people that were outside of the Eldian race, they would not turn into Titans. So only people of the specific race. Okay. So as, we, as we've as we been seeing or as we've seen in the season three, these people are being held in ghettos similar to like a Holocaust situation. And we have this superior um, race of people that in their eyes that they now have control of these people that can turn Titans. So they have control of the Titans and everything. Yeah, they're in camps. In camps, basically, through means of military might and power because they have military-grade weapons to actually combat against actual Titans and actually kill them with military-grade weapons like bombardments, cannons, and everything. And that the fact that they can keep these people in ghettos, like in encampments, especially, like I said, like a Holocaust uh, situation. So it's interesting to see now more and more of present time of what they're going to... Uh, this is present time to where we see Reiner as a more like in a fuller adult, no longer like a teen. He does look more of a, an adult at this point. Which in the anime at the very end of season three, we showed a much older Aaron, uh, Armin and Mikasa and everybody else, especially at the very end. So... Now that we get to see more of their situation in an all-out war with another country, and we're just going to have to see what the final battle is, is now with the Eldians, which is Aaron and them, crossing the sea from their island of paradise back to the mainland and maybe possibly free their people or just kill off everybody so they can be free of those uh, that threat of them ever coming back to try to take over their race again. Yeah. But that's pretty much my update for Attack on Titan. All right. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Let's roll it to the next one. All righty. So we've all seen what the term means murdered out. Murdered out in terms of like having a car that's like the blackest you can get it to with window tint, uh, paint, wheels, uh, smoked out uh, taillights and headlights. But now the term is now underplayed. Absolutely. <laughs> Very underplayed of what just we of what we just found, honestly. Yeah, so this is uh 
is a uh, new paint color, I guess it'd be called, right? Yes. And it's called uh, Musao Black. Musao Black, yes. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it down. Close enough. <laughs> but this is kind of like the variant on the Vanta Black. Now, the Vanta Black is... Or was. No, is. It is the blackest paint you could get. But after seeing this, would do... Would it's be- still... It's still blacker than this one. Really? Yes. Vanta this Black is... Is not available to the public. <laughs> oh, I know for sure. I know that for sure. But yes, this one is uh, 99.96% of visible light it absorbs. For which one? For That's for the Vanta Black. Vanta Black, okay. And now this is mostly used for like uh, aerospace, for military things. Mm-hmm. Like it's... Not available. It's not for the public, basically. I remember when they showed like some sort of like uh, sneak peek at this Vanta Black. It was just like in a powdered form, and they just had it on like a paper towel or tin foil. I don't remember, but just looking at that pile, it didn't even look like a pile because at that point it just looked like like a dark, empty black hole sitting on top of paper. Like it looked like there was no existence in that paper in that single spot of blackness. Well, that is still blacker than this, but this is something that's semi-available to the public. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Musao Black actually is coming in at 99.4% of light absorption. Okay. Which really isn't a huge difference, really I'm sure, isn't. to the naked eye. Yeah. We won't really see that. You know what I mean? I don't think we can see that mm-hmm. difference. And... uh there's uh unless we had them like next to each other maybe maybe i mean maybe if if we can determine that but i don't i don't think we could to be mm-hmm. honest but uh dip your car actually got a sample hold of this and they decided to paint a lancer yes now they threw down a base coat of a black plastic dip and they decided to paint over that black with the musao black and uh we watched the video and at first, it just kind of looked just like when you're just like wet paint when yeah, they're spraying. When it, it, just when it was like wet, wet and everything, and you just see them doing like multiple light coats and everything at the beginning. Yes, they ended up doing like five coats, mm-hmm. and it just looked like normal. And then when he finally showed the car done and dried out, I guess the I'm gonna post a picture of it with the show with the show post. Yeah, but it looks photoshopped. Literally photoshopped. Just like the guy, what he said in the video that we saw, it definitely very looked photoshopped. What we first got an angle looking at the video, and yeah, we saw the outline of the car of the front where the where the front fender is with the wheel and everything, and the video was kind of dimmed and dark, so we couldn't really tell. But it started getting brighter and brighter in the dimness, and we started to see it. Yeah, then, no, it looked like a video game. But then once we finally got to a full-blown view of the car, holy hell. Yeah. I mean, it does do a good job of hiding every single body line on there. It did. Like, legit, like, it really looked like you were looking at a video or a picture that was just photosh- a car photoshopped into it, honestly. Yeah, we could have just took a picture of my car and grabbed the paint bucket from the Photoshop and just dumped it black, and that's what it looked like. Yes. It legit looked that dark. And man, that that would be an interesting thing to see on the street. <laughs> it would be, but if someone decides to like 
get that plastic dip on their car and then just murder out their wind like limo tent smoked out tail lights headlights black wheels everything we probably wouldn't be able to see it at night probably no you would you would you it'd be you too would? dark <laughs> in a weird sense it'd be too dark and you'd notice something too dark right there yeah true not only that i think for at least for me like if i were to do something that dark i wouldn't want to murder the headlights i might not even want to tent the windows mm-hmm. just because you'd want a little bit of contrast you know what i mean and contrast would make that look really good i mean it's like one of those those like videos like cartoons where like people just look into a closet door that's like all black and everything and you see like two eyes open just like gleaming at you inside that closet yeah those headlights with that lance or anything it just reminded me of that honestly it did it looks good it i does. liked it very intriguing i mean it had like a concept of surrealism honestly where with the fact that it was like pure black honestly but fantasy because it is just surreal honestly yeah i i you know, this is an audio medium, obviously, but like I said, I'll post a picture with the uh, with the episode post, mm-hmm. and you almost have to see it to understand. It's it's yes. pretty crazy. R- you really do, honestly, because pictures and videos really don't do justice. But actually, well, just pictures in general don't really do much justice. But when you finally see this video, it just like it does do some justice. But I'm pretty sure it's even more unbelievable in person. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to be all hype over the video and then you see it in person and be like, oh, that looks like shit. Mm, true, true. <laughs> It'll have that classic uh, plastic dip holes. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked good. Mm-hmm. It looked good. I think uh, I'd be down to do it. We'll do it to the Type R. Would you really? Yeah, it's plastic dip. Just take it off afterward. True. What's what's what's, what's it going to do? <laughs> I'll just have to change my wheels because they're black. I have to contrast it still. True. But it looked good. All right, Manny, what else we got? All righty. So Honda used cars. What, what's so special about used cars from Honda? Well, used cars from Honda, they last forever. True, true. <laughs> but, Unless you're a racer. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> but uh, no, actually, the big thing about this is that Honda is going to be one of the first major manufacturer to sell non-CPO cars. Really? Yes. So... CPO is certified pre-owned. Yes. They've gotten a huge influx in used cars. So obviously, you know, they manufacture every single year. Not everybody's buying every single year, you know. Okay. Eventually, you're going to have a ton of used cars on the market. So for most people that don't understand the term certified pre-owned, uh, when you go to a used car dealership or just a dealership, like a, like an actual Honda dealership and everything, and when they say they have a certified pre-owned car, what they mean by is that the car is still bone stock, no modifications whatsoever to the car. Or was demodded. Would it still be considered, though? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I I figured that it just had no history of modifications. No. It, I mean, if it's not like a extensive modifications, it's like an air filter exhaust or something like that. No, uh, exhaust still counts it. If the if the exhaust actually is modified, then it would not be considered a certified. But they pre-owned. would put it back to stock if they did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, it's basically it can't be more than ten years, at least for Honda. Mm-hmm. It can't be over ten years, and it can't have over eighty thousand miles. Mm-hmm. So that that's like kind of their prerequisite. Okay. So these cars that they're gonna allow to or allow that they're gonna start selling, um, they're gonna be 
no more than a hundred thousand miles. Mm-hmm. But I think they're still adhering to around the ten. I think the ten year. Okay. So basically, they're kind of just extending out those mileage to make more cars available instead of rather. I think because it's in all honesty, it's going to make them more money than sending them off to the auction, the dealer's auction, for a third-party dealer to buy them and sell them off. You because know it I mean? doesn't qualify for their previous requisites for certified pre-owned. Exactly. So that's just potential sales and opportunity wasted and gone. Oh, absolutely. It, it's business-wise, that's genius. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably going to cut a lot of small dealers. It really will. Really bad. <laughs> but on their part, it is actually genius. I'm not sure why other companies haven't done this already before. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently they're already in talks of offering a warranty. Like an extended warranty or just like a different type of warranty? Maybe? I think it'll be more of like a purchase or- warranty. They're not going to be CPO cars, obviously. Yeah. But they might offer some kind of coverage, coverage six month, year, who knows what they mm-hmm. end up coming up with. But this is going to be an opportunity for them to reach out to buyers that maybe they're first time buyers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And normally they would have went to STG. They would have went to these smaller dealers that buy from the dealer auctions. Los compadres auto sales. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And now they're going to have an opportunity to take that business too. Yes. And it's going to be available on the website. And I don't think I mentioned it, but Acura is also, you know, same thing. Uh, Acura is going to be doing it as well. Acura is Honda, honestly. Yeah. But they're going to be doing it as well. They're going to be obviously separated in their websites. Though. Yeah. So that's kind of major, man. Like we're going to, we're going to see an age where these bigger dealerships really might start choking out the small ones. We probably will, honestly. Because... You figure if this ends up being successful for Honda, everybody else is going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever they can do to kind of keep making money off those same vehicles, that's going to choke out a lot of small dealers. It probably will, especially the ones that are very sneaky and just want to do scams to people. Well, it, not even just that. I mean, I I, have, I imagine I'm just, I'm, I'm those are more of the experience. older, older ones. I know, I'm just saying that from personal experience. Yeah. Was that an older car? Or? No, it was a 2016 Ford F-350. Oh, yikes. And it was at a used car dealership in Fontana. My dad was ready to buy it and everything, sign the paperwork, finance it. And right, uh, right, they told him what the price would be at the door so they can start thinking about like how much it's going to be to finance it and everything. And once they got to the final paperwork, they added like an- another 5000 without telling my dad right when he was about to sign and everything. Ah. Once, they, once my dad caught it before he signed it, he started asking questions. Told him he doesn't need this, he doesn't need this service, just take it all off. And they were, it got to a point where they were getting to verbal confrontations between the salesperson manager or the sales manager and my dad and everything. And while the salesperson looked like he was brand new, was just in the middle, just like, just like so out of it. Like he felt really bad about it. It looked like in his, in his expression, he looked like he was very, he was feeling bad about the whole situation going towards my dad, like getting him getting cheated out for their practices and stuff. I don't know. And you bought the car? No. My dad, my dad <laughs> left. And the salesperson was actually angry angry at my dad for not wanting to buy. Okay. I mean, you really can't push a, a customer to buy a car. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, with more things like Carvana going on, mm-hmm. the salesman is going to get phased out too. Oh, yeah. And I did look at their reviews. I think I did see a few on the, the Better Business Bureau and a few other places credible for giving ratings to business and stuff and what my dad went through there was quite a quite a lot of reviews of similar experiences and stuff really yeah oh man yeah gotta be careful yeah definitely gotta be careful out there but 
like I said, for the most part, I don't think there's many that do that just because there is a lot of things like the internet yes, <laughs> that yes. help kind of review and weed those out real quick. So a bad reputation tends to follow a lot more than it used to. Oh, it does. So, but I, I just mean even just in general, good smaller mom and pop dealership kind of things. Mm-hmm. Maybe STG is not like a mom and pop one. I'm just using them as an example because I bought a car from them yeah. years ago, you know. But this is going to be an interesting turn for the industry for sure. Mm-hmm, definitely. If it continues. And personally, I think it will. I think that's actually a really smart business plan. Mm-hmm. And that's probably going to rake them in a lot more money. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> that's okay. More uh, more stuff for uh, for them to keep developing the Type R. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny, what else we got, man? All righty. So we kind of brought this up like in the beginning of our podcast of like events that happened in 2020 and what actually makes 2020 with this whole crazy year and everything. So what was one thing that you brought up for 2020? One thing that I brought up for 2020? Well, you mean besides our insane election season and besides the pandemic still going on and us seeing another shutdown? And seeing a whole new side of people and how crazy they are, honestly. <laughs> Everybody, yes. It has been great. <laughs> it really is. I mean, we don't make the memes. They make it for us, honestly. Oh, my gosh. Rudy Giuliani used to be respected back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rudy Tootie this week. <laughs> so what did he do? Oh, besides, you know, dripping his hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ain't nobody drip like him. <laughs> he's ripping farts in the courtroom you didn't see the video either uh probably not honestly oh that whole hearing was just a disaster you'd think that'd be the most embarrassing thing that happened but it wasn't <laughs> they brought this obviously drunk lady to start talking it was really really bad mm-hmm. really really bad she pretty much was a twitter argument in congressional court Really? Yeah, it was it was so bad, man. <laughs> that's that's really it's really interesting actually. I mean, it was a total shit show, but kind of sad at the same time. Yeah. I mean, on lighter notes, we did have that monolith thing blow up everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that monolith that first showed up and like out of nowhere in I think it was Utah, correct? Utah or or Ohio or something? No, it was Utah. Oh, okay. Ohio, I think, was the one that was torn down where they put the fucking kids tore it down and put a cross on instead. No, I think that was San Francisco. Was it? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're not. You're right. Right. Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, with the monolith that happened, that just magically appeared in Utah. Uh, I think it was like park rangers or wild wildlife reserve, like rangers and stuff. They were just uh doing helicopter rides to start like scoping out where the areas of like mountain sheep or like mm-hmm. some type of sheep or goat and i believe it was a birthday present <laughs> really yes okay that part i didn't know it was supposed to be like a birthday present i did not know that actually mm-hmm. but yeah these uh, these rangers or officials were just out there on helicopters just trying to like do like population counts for like a, a herd of sheep or goat something something along those lines and out of nowhere, they just, like, catch something in the distance. And when they get closer, they saw something shining. So once they got onto the ground, they started climbing to an area that you would not be accessible. That would just is not really accessible for people to go hiking or travel to because of the distance away from main roads and everything. They just find this monolith just, like, just standing in the middle of, like, this, this uh, how would you say it? Like, this, this little area in, like, in, like, 
a hole in a rock or something like that. Like a little canyon, I would say, no? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And the most interesting part was that uh, there was a reporter, like our journalist, that went out uh, after the coordinates were posted about this monolith. He actually went out to go look at it in person before the masses went. Because when the masses go, it's kind of hard to get there now. Because you just see people just... Uh, yeah, but once the reporter had coordinates, other people did. And there was, mm-hmm. I'm sure, a ton of other people going up there to look oh, at yeah, it. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. But he wanted to get there before. It was very full-blown, full though, with the masses. The masses already knew, but like not many people actually went because of how far it was from main roads and everything. But the, the most interesting part was this journalist. He went, and while they were there looking at it in person... Four people just popped out of nowhere. They just like made no announcement to themselves. They just they just started the process of demolating uh, demolition of the monolith. They just demoed it, picked up uh, all the trash and everything, and just started walking away like without saying anything. They just turned around, told the journalists, "Leave no traces," and this is what you get. Basically, the message was basically that leave art to nature in its natural form and man-made art to the galleries, museums, and everything, to shows. Because since there was people that did find out where the location was and people started going out to it, they were just leaving piles of trash and just basically littering the the natural environment and everything. Which I can understand why he did it, honestly, with when he said, leave no traces and, like, this is what we get. Like, we we really can't have, like, these nice things because people just go and just leave a trail behind. Yeah, always. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if it was plywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. I didn't know about that until you told me. Honestly. Yeah, it was. it's literally just plywood and then just they just sheath it with metal. Mm-hmm. And pretty much right after this thing to- was torn down, we've been seeing copycats like planted out through the world and everything. Yep. I some saw... craftsmen, some not. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. The, their, their craftsmanship was just horrible. Uh, I did see one report, one like showing up in Romania. One in the UK. You said that you saw one in supposedly maybe like in Brazil or somewhere in South America. Mm-hmm. And I think we did see one in South San Francisco maybe or maybe a little bit more south. I think here. it was San Francisco because uh, there was some... Uh, I think they were actually military too. Mm-hmm. There were military crazy little MAGA guys who tore it down and said Jesus is king and put the cross up. I, I mean... <laughs> I still don't get why... Orange County. I, They're out of Orange County. That says it all. <laughs> it, it, it really does, honestly. It says it all right when I found out that they were from Orange County. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no hate to Orange County and everything, but you got some weird people out there. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just leave it at weird. We'll leave it at weird. <laughs> yeah, that was... Weird. That was a weird video to see. It was. I. It sounded. You know. I was getting. I was getting ready for them to see if they were gonna burn it next. <laughs> yeah. But uh. I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly. I mean, I would still want to be surprised. <laughs> we should still be surprised at that. <laughs> we should absolutely stay surprised at that. You shouldn't get used to that. It's getting to the point. Honestly. God damn it. <laughs> I, I mean, can you really argue with that though? I mean, yes. Yes, I could. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> um, then there was also, uh, I don't know if you saw this one. This was in Temecula. The, they called it, the article said anti-Karen versus mega-Karen or something. I mean, you showed me the video, but like, I didn't know one was an anti-Karen. I was reading through the article, oh, okay. and they called it the anti-Karen because uh, apparently the whole situation started from 
Some kind of traffic altercation. With the parking spot, yeah, I'm guessing. Maybe. Because it looked like... It, from what the when you showed me the video, it just it looked like she was like talking shit on her like parking abilities or something. Or I don't know. Yeah, it, it didn't get into specifics on what the altercation and traffic was. They just called it a traffic altercation. Or maybe like part parking etiquette where like one person already hit was gonna get it, but then like this person just stole it. Maybe. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh apparently as one was trying to drive away, she decided she was gonna record a video and talk some shit. And then the other one turned around to record and then tried to follow and circle the car. And they got into this whole... It, so, it literally sounded like Karen versus Karen. It really, no, it really did, honestly. <laughs> Who was going to out-Karen the Karen? <laughs> <laughs> and I think it just had me dying just because it says, your face is all over Temecula talk. And as soon as they said that, I was like, why, do, why does it keep coming out of SoCal now? Why do we keep coming up in the news everywhere with stupid shit? It's like that uh that meme from like the Harry Potter movies where like one of the professors looks at Harry and his two friends, Hermione and Ron Weasley, is like and she's like, Why is it that every time something happens, you three are involved and now that I see that and they put It's gonna be SoCal and Florida. No, it was California, Florida and Texas. Oh shit, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's kind of what it's turning into. Mm-hmm. I tried to join the Temecula Talk page. So you can find out more about it? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get approved. Anybody that's in there, let me know. Give give me the background. <laughs> give me the background. That's really funny. Like I like how like, they were fighting each other, too, and like how many followers they have on TikTok or Instagram, too. Yeah, the one Karen said that she was posting her on Temecula Talk. The other Karen said that she had like 10,000 followers on TikTok. <laughs> it was like, it got to like a traffic altercation and like in a public parking, but it became like a more of like a battle to like who had more followers to shame the other. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. It's a funny video. Oh, yeah, definitely. it is a funny video. <laughs> and I like how the lady was like, she's like, stay six feet away. And like, she's sitting in her car telling the other person to stay six feet apart. Well, I think she said that because if you look at the video, the other lady started leaning inside the car. And I was yeah. kind of like, that's no, you don't lean inside somebody's car. That's weird. It, no, that is true. And threatening with pepper, maze, uh, pepper spray. Yeah, oh, and then she goes, I got some too. <laughs> And I really loved how, like, she started screaming, help, like, help, help. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was typical, hilarious. Typical of a Karen to start calling help when, like, things are not going her way, honestly. This is 2020, Manny. It is 2020. We got, you know, another month, half. Uh, I mean, I want 2020 to be over, but just, like, some maybe, like, every day now or, like, every or like maybe these uh, last few weeks something's going to happen that's just going to keep going at honestly. What do you mean keep going? I mean, it's been full of surprises this whole year, so even if the year's ending, we're still going to see more things popping up really crazy and stupid. Yeah. Adolf Hitler got elected to office. What? (laughs) (laughs) Not literally, but the guy's name is Adolf Hitler. Where was this? Uh, Nimbanda? It's in uh, South Africa. Really? Yes. No I, relation. <laughs> uh, of, of course, of course. But 
I would have So been... apparently uh, Germany had a colony there a long time ago. I, I so agree with that. The name Adolf isn't exactly like uncommon in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the guy actually did a whole interview just because of his name mm-hmm. after he got elected. And he said that he's pretty sure his dad didn't know the relation or Hitler's history. Mm-hmm. Which is a little bit sus, but <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Apparently, they didn't know, and and uh, I just thought that was kind of like a funny thing. Like, you know, who else had a Hitler? Hitler wins the election in twenty twenty on the <laughs> list. <laughs> oh my god! But no, he seems like a generally good guy. And it's just kind of funny that that what his name ended up being. I wonder if that's like a a blessing or a curse in a sense. You know what I mean? You got name recognition. But in the wrong ways. All in the wrong ways. True, but sometimes if it's, you know, it's kind of like any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. yeah. If, the, if they got your attention in the wrong way, it's still the attention where you get your chance to kind of make yourself known and make yourself heard. Just like that politician. It was somewhere in Europe where regardless if his his publicity was in the very wrong direction... But he went to where the voters were actually, and he actually got elected to office after that. All his advertisements were on Pornhub for his election campaign. Oh, you remember that, right? right? Yes, I remember that. It was like, hey, I just needed, I just wanted to go where my f- uh, actual voters, where my people are, and Pornhub <laughs> was the place to be. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying, Manny, is that we need to advertise on Pornhub. Any publicity is good publicity. And a hentai site. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Number one podcast, billion downloads right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's the goal. I'm, I'm going to look it up for reals. Okay. I think okay. that would be hilarious as hell. <laughs> I don't know how the uh, SEO would get coded to make sure we get the right people looking. I'm not sure how that works, yeah. but I think that'd be funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't mean people get to listen, you know, think of us when they're whacking him, but. <laughs> they just be having nosebleeds just listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> actually, speaking of the hub, they actually are also um, revamping how, what users are posting videos. In terms of like more towards. Uh, illegal videos. Okay, good. So they, you know, they had a big, big problem with. Uh, Illegal videos such as stolen from other sites and also illegal videos as in, hey, these people might be underage or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or they're just being trafficked, you know what I mean? Revenge porn and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're actually finally cracking down and putting some more regulations and supposedly some more oversight to help filter and prevent those from getting out there, Mm -hmm. which is... Should have been done a long time ago. (laughs) No, it really should have, honestly, especially with the company that big, especially for Pornhub. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, at a certain point, it gets so big, it's kind of like, how difficult is it to do it? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when it's happening that much, there needs to be some kind of action, you know, a measured response to try to prevent it. Yes, definitely. Will they catch every single one? I don't know, but hopefully as it, you know, hopefully it's not on there for years or months or weeks. They can mm-hmm. catch them, you know, find them faster and remove them. Yeah. So that was kind of a tidbit of good news for 2020. I hope so. 
we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should say hopefully we don't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully everybody else does see our advertisements. No, definitely. <laughs> what about you, Manny? What do you got? I mean, the funniest one, I mean, it's just really funny. Like, this kid just went to, like, a mall to go talk to Santa and ask him, what, like, to tell him what he wanted for Christmas and everything. And the just kid that just wanted, like, a Nerf toy gun, like a Nerf gun. Yeah. And the Santa apparently told him that, no, he can't have guns. Uh, a Nerf gun? Especially a Nerf gun. And I guess the parents or someone else just took a video of the kid explaining what the, what Santa told him. I mean, me and everybody, it's a mall Santa. Like, who really cares, honestly? And it's just blowing up like crazy. Oh, it's like, it's communism, it's liberalism and everything. And just like, they, they're just trying to coin every term to attack, like, the whole movement. Like, just because it's, like, considered now a drug, uh, or not a drug, uh, gun control tactic to get Santas to sell kids that they can't have toy guns, like Nerf guns and stuff. That's weird. It's weird, but it's really stupid, honestly. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's pretty much the only thing, the, the really interesting thing that I've seen so far yet. For this week, honestly. I can- <laughs> <laughs> we do have next week. Yeah. We absolutely have next week. You never know what's going to pop up for sure. Definitely. But uh, with that, Manny, uh, on that little bit of nonsense, let's call that an episode. Definitely. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us? Yeah, so you can find us on Twitch, Instagram, tw- uh, Twitter, Facebook at Unaccepted Pod. And we do have a website, unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review anywhere you're listening or watching this podcast. And definitely shout out to, to we actually had one review on Apple uh, Podcast, correct? Yes, that's right. We actually did. And I keep forgetting to mention but thank you for your review and actually uh typing something out we do appreciate that i think it had some weird funny his username yeah, right his username was nicknames made my parents hate me or something like that <laughs> i thought it was really funny once i saw the username yes but huge shout out thank you for the review keep leaving them if you guys are all listening definitely especially on apple Podcasts, it really helps us yeah yeah it helps us expand and let other people discover the show and you know that help maybe will help fund us getting advertisements on Pornhub definitely <laughs> but alright with that uh, oh and if you have any questions want to send an unaccepted rev email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com and with that we'll see everybody next Wednesday sayonara <laughs>